Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam. On today's episode, we are going over season five, episode one, called What I Did on My Summer Vacation and Other Stories. Long title. It premiered on September 7th, 1994. And I want to note that this is a re-release. I released this episode. It is now re-released. I had my brother on. Uh, We talked about the episode. It's a good one. So let's get into it. So season five, episode one, very excited, sophomore year of college. So Jim and Cindy are getting ready to go to the airport. We see Cindy in Brenda's room, getting Brenda's room all ready for her, or is it? Uh, (laughs) And then they call Brandon. Well, they need to call Brandon because he needs to uh, join them at the airport to pick up Brenda or whoever there. They're implying it's Brenda. Um, And they give him a call at Kelly's. He, so he is now officially with Kelly Taylor, uh, spending the night there. He's got a nice little goatee going on, uh, very 1990s of him. And um, do you think he, do you think at this point he has a drawer at her apartment or probably not yet? I think he does. I mean, they've been together since so he was in Washington that's when they got together the last episode that was was when I did yeah so that was in May well no the Heather 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 did that one you did you did the retreat oh yeah Heather and Matt did the finale which was um they she went to Washington well the only the only reason by the way I brought up just was because she was wearing his socks and I was like I hope those aren't like the socks he wore over the night before that just I'm stop. guessing I'm guessing he does because if they're, they're like in a relationship so he probably leaves some clothes there and stuff but he just say have you seen my socks and she said yeah so it's to me that makes it's not like oh, oh she just put them on yeah because she, yeah, she was wearing a sock they, yeah all I know is not really anything about the episode I just thought it was gross yeah she's trying to just get him to come back to bed basically um but they do mention that nobody but Andrea knows that they're a couple because everyone's been gone over the summer um this is what i find odd about that before going any further nobody knows because they've been gone all summer i've been gone summers you've been gone summers do you not speak to any of your friends when during summer break yeah usually there's a few phone calls and think about it, like what's in going on with everyone at home you are in college and you spent a summer in las vegas did you not speak to any of your friends from home that summer? Obviously, I spoke to them. Of course. So it's just weird. It's like, so Andre, everyone else has been gone this summer, so you don't talk to any of them? No one spoke to anybody. Yeah. But Andre is the only one that's home, so Andre is the only one that knows. Anyways, so at the airport, Brenda, Brandon goes to meet his uh, parents, and her flight is delayed, they said. Uh, Brandon runs into David, who looks a little bit older now. He's looking a little bit more mature, I'd say. Um, David's growing up because he's playing the actual ages of the characters they play. He he and Don are the only two. Um, and uh, it's funny. I did mention this season one. 
that how he was shorter than them and he just kind of kept growing and he's the tallest one. I mean, he might be same size as I and Zeering. I think he's tall, but he's definitely taller than Jason Priestley and Luke Perry at this point. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, he says he was dropping off his parents um, to go somewhere, I guess, to see the grandparents, I guess, somewhere. And he says, are you guys here to pick up Brenda? And he says, no, she's staying in London for the summer. She did so well. So we are picking up the girl that is staying in Brenda's room. He also said something interesting about Brenda, which I noted. We may never see her again. Yes, he did. So, and then David says, the girl that's been staying, that's staying in Brenda's room, and he kind of stopped for a second, and then boom, into the opening credits, we have a brand new opening credits, and who do we see in the opening credits? But Tiffany Amber Thiessen. And Jesse. Jesse made it to the credits, but. I didn't didn't know that. (laughs) But more importantly, Tiffany Amber Thiessen is there, and Shannon Darty is out. So, She's done. She's no longer on the show. Tiffany Amber Thiessen is coming in and taking the role. Now, could there have been better casting in the entire world than Tiffany Amber Thiessen? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I heard one of the producers in an interview say that they always looked at Saved by the Bell as kind of like their little brother in a way. So it's kind of funny because obviously for those in living on a different planet that don't know, Tiffany Amber Thiessen played Kelly Kapowski on Saved by the Bell, and now she is on um, 90210. Yeah, every, and, she, was, she, she was the it girl of the early 90s on yeah. t- TV. Yes. It was her, and then it, and then it was uh, Jennifer Aniston in the second half of the 90s. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, I think every... Guys my age, guys your age, I'm sure if you ask who your first crush is, it, the answer is Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Um, for me, it's like, you know, Mark Paul Gossler, Jason Priestley, like those type of, you know. And for like Tiffany Amber Thiessen to girls, it's like, we just wanted to like be her, you know? So it's like, she's 100%. Like, I remember when I heard she was joining the show, I was like overjoyed with excitement. I mean, it's funny, like, a couple, few years ago, it didn't end up happening, unfortunately, but a few years ago, um, when I worked in TV production, they were filming uh, White Collar, which was, she was on the show, and they wanted us, to, we were going to possibly, they were right near our office, and we were going to possibly go see them filming, and um, one of the producers was dating someone that I worked with, and she's like, they're filming right over here, like, would you guys want to go when Matt Bomer is filming, because he's the star of the show, very handsome man, and I was like, to be honest, I'd rather go when Tiffany Amber Thiessen is filming. And she's like, you'd rather her over, over him. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, like, she's my childhood. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I heard, I, I read some trivia about her before this and her audition for White Collar. It, uh, the IMDb trivia said it was the, uh, it said USA audition history by being the shortest time span from reading like getting the script to getting the role which was three hours i think yeah they probably just wanted to see her read or maybe like read with matt like a chemistry test I read think. with somebody it wasn't matt though and then right after that boom she got it right i mean sometimes i think it's just they want to do a because chem- a lot of times they kind of have a short list they know what they want they do a chemistry test if they feel the chemistry it's like she's got it so um and before she was even on say by the bell 
1987, she was Miss Junior America. Yeah, I mean, she's, to be honest, I mean, like, I don't think she really ever went through an awkward stage. Um, uh, one more thing also about her. Uh, do you know who uh, auditioned for the role of Kelly Kapowski and was considered? Yes, I do. Jenny Garth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So back to the episode. Uh, we've seen the opening credits. Next up, we are in Baja, Mexico, California, somewhere down there. And we see Mr. Dylan McKay. He's a little scruffy, sitting on the beach, drinking a beer. Not a good sign. He is off the wagon. So we saw in the finale the long con of Suzanne and Kevin. Um, and they stole all his money. So he is officially broke. And it's pretty unfortunate. I, I have some comments to make about this but when we get back to Dylan. But yeah. we see he's not in a good place right now. Yeah. So then we see Kelly is at the hair salon and Donna walks in and gives her an icy hello. So there's some tension there. Um, we see a flashback. So we hadn't seen this, but it is a flashback and they're fighting about David. And basically Kelly in the flashback is saying that she understands David's side of things. So Donna's upset with her because she's taking his side. Now, taking his side on things was it just like i understand he wanted to lose his virginity like i don't i don't understand he cheated on donna like there's no i don't understand how you can he's your brother kind of like your parents are divorced but he's still kind of like your brother i understand wanting to you're not gonna like cut him out of your life but you can't say i understand his side of things he cheated yeah, I the only thing is, I mean, I get he wanted to have sex, but, but if he wanted yeah, I, to... I think, I think Kelly, as someone who's, you know, I think been in that position before, I think she just understood it and she was like, hey, Donna, maybe if you... I don't, she didn't say it, but hey, Donna, if, maybe if you would have put out this one. Yeah, that. but the difference is though, Kelly's was... But Kelly's perspective of that was that she had feelings for Dylan. David didn't have feelings for Ariel. She just want, was like willing to have sex with him. So he had sex with her. I mean, it was, yeah. I under, but I understand fully why they did this, the show, because it doesn't make sense. Like David, David was trying to pressure her earlier on. Like he's a, he's a young man who wants to have sex and his girlfriend doesn't want to. And he didn't want to break up with her. He just wanted to be like, all right, well, I had some sex and just, you know, um, but anyway, so both hairdressers are, this is kind of funny, that realize that the two of them are fighting. So they need to, I mean, it was so cheesy. They're trying it was to so stupid. And what were, they must be going to that hair salon together regularly. Yes, because I know, like, Kelly's hairdresser says to Donna's like, what are we going to do with these bozos? Like, not talking. <laughs> they, like, gave each other a look. Like, I know. Hairstylist. And then they set up this meeting, the, this thing, so they'll sit next to each other. And naturally, right, as, uh, like, as soon as they sit next to each other, they're both like, hello. And within, then within, within 30 seconds, they made up. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, it was just like seconds. kind of ridiculous. But um, so we find out Donna spent the summer in Houston, which was where her parents last year were all of this, uh, all the whole year, because her dad was doing a fellowship and she loved Houston for the summer. She says she's completely over David. And Donna asks Kelly if she's back with Dylan. And she says, 
why do I look depressed? So, I mean, which is true because she was always fighting with Dylan. And um, Kelly tells her that the Walshes are having a barbecue to welcome Valerie. Donna's like, who's Valerie? Um, Valerie is the girl that is staying in Brenda's room. So um, she says, you should come and meet Valerie. It's so funny. I feel like everyone was just like, she's Brenda's replacement. I mean, she's sleeping in Brenda's room. I know. I know. <laughs> we needed a new girl on the show, so she's replacing Brenda. <laughs> um, so then back at the airport, the Walshes are still waiting um, for, uh, the Walshes are still waiting for Valerie. And it's funny because Jim mentioned, Jim and Brandon are watching uh, football. And Jim mentions that the NFL uh, seems a lot better now that it's on Fox. And that's a little nod because the show is on Fox and clearly the NFL just started airing on Fox at that point. So I think that's kind of funny. It was like a definitely a little nod to uh, the NFL, which was funny. Um, they're obviously Minnesota Vikings fans. Um, I don't know, when was the last time they were good? The Vikings? Yeah. Um... Like what's Brett, what, what quantitudes good? I know. Was Brett Favre had a good season with the Vikings, right? Yeah, they, they were in the NFC Championship game where Brett Favre was there, and they were good uh, when they had Adrian Peterson still. And uh, they've had. I think they were good like two years ago. Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, two years ago they were uh, in the second or the third or the third Is round. Of the guy with the mustache still there? Minshew, what was his name? Oh, Gardner Minshew, he's in Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville, okay. Yeah. Teams I don't pay attention to. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, so there, uh, Brandon mentions that the last time he saw Valerie, she was 14 with braces and chubby, which is really funny because we've all seen Tiffany Ambrothyson at age 14 and she was not wearing braces, never chubby, and she was gorgeous at age 14 because she was on Saved by the Bell probably. She, was, she, she, was, she had already been crowned Miss Junior yeah. America. Or like she was maybe 15 when Saved by the Bell started, but she was pretty much around that age. Um, yeah, so always attractive. So um, then he says that this could be timing, everyone seems to be at the airport, that Steve's plane is landing from Hawaii. Um, so I guess they spoke because he knew that Steve was still coming in from Hawaii, um, but he just didn't tell him about his girlfriend, that he is going to meet him. So then we see Steve uh, with Howie Long. This is, I guess, because the NFL, I'm assuming because the NFL is Fox, they had this thing. Howie Long was playing then still, I assume. I think he was retiring because Steve was saying how he was going to miss him. Okay, so maybe. He probably just retired. I'll, uh, I'll look that up right All now. Right. Um, but yeah, how he's signing autographs. And then this is actually kind of cute. This little kid comes over and asks Steve to sign his autograph book because he thinks he's Troy Aikman. And then... Uh, Howie's kind of playing along with it also. He's like, do you think that's Trayman? And then Steve uh, says, what's your name, kid? And then the kid says his name is Steve. And Steve's like, what? So is that very funny? That was, that, that was so sweet. The kids and Steve is like, what? I know. That was Because a second later, they do the same joke anyways. And then Brandon comes and he's like, hey, Sanders. He's like, Sanders? I thought that you were Aikman. No, Brandon says, hey, Steve. And then they both turn and say, no, what? Sanders. Because no, the, they, they both, both he, because the kid's name was Steve too, so they both turned and said what? Oh yes, 
but um yeah so it was kind of a funny little thing but apparently uh howie long had a crush on samantha sanders and steve worked his way up to first class and sat next to him uh in and first they bonded over the fact that howie long used to uh have fantasy about, about his mom yeah because <laughs> that's normal to say to a kid by the way i thought your mom was super hot um but anyways i mean i guess if your mom's still weird yeah so anyways so he asks him how celeste was because i guess steve and celeste were in hawaii and he said uh that they ended up breaking up because she ran into the great love of her life because i you know what are they 19 you know normally at 19 you know the great love of your life and um they broke up but he says it's okay because there's been only one girl for me my entire life. And that girl is Kelly Taylor. And I'm gonna get her back and you're gonna have to help me. And you see Brandon like, uh. <laughs> Eve is such a little boy this episode <laughs> with like Celeste, Kelly, Valerie, just like so quickly, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Just like, can't, can't, keep, can't keep it straight. I know. Um, so then we're at the hospital and we see Andrea there helping a new mom because I guess Andrea has been at the hospital all summer. Her daughter was a preemie. So obviously the baby was in the hospital for a long time. Did you see her go into labor or no? Yep. She went into labor. She had the baby on the finale. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So she, um, yeah, but it was interesting. They, they, she had the baby. She was six months pregnant but she looked like she was nine months pregnant. So, <laughs> but it's quite, I, I, she had the baby. I'm just wondering like the timing of the filming, like was this padding or was this really when she was really pregnant? Like, I, I don't understand the timeline because if she was really pregnant, I kind of understand a little bit more, but if she was, it was padding, they should know that she looks way too pregnant to be, nine months when she was only six months but anyways um hannah the ba her baby's name is hannah hannah was a premature so she obviously had to spend more time in the hospital because obviously babies need to be over a certain weight uh to go home with the parents so um she's there now because it is now the time that hannah's coming home she basically is telling the story that apparently she had some small tear above her abdomen wall when she was initially supposed to take her home, but she had mother's instinct, knew there was something wrong. It's just, you know, they, they needed to give her something to do, I think. And they're like, hmm, what is Gabrielle Cartier is like? Oh, you know what? She's like 45. She's a mother. She has a family. Let's, let's write her story. Let's get her married and have her have a kid. So she's doing the things that she does. Then everyone yeah. else will go to college because they're all in college. <laughs> right. I mean, that thing is right because they wrote it in because she was pregnant in real life um yeah so it's just it's kind of funny um but at least they on the bh90210 like the reboot that they did kind of like last year two years ago they did poke fun at her age because uh you see gabrielle with a baby and you're like she's having another baby and she's a grandma so that was the joke like she was playing a grandma <laughs> um which is realistic because she is a year older than our mother and our mother is a grandmother 
So it is, I mean, age appropriate to be a grandma in real life. Um, so then we're at the beach apartment and David is there showing Kelly a project he did over the summer. So he's going to get involved in the, re, uh, the video, I guess. The school television. Yeah, because he's been in music because he was a music major, but now he's school television. It was, only, it was only because his video was so good and his teacher was very impressed. Um, so he's talking about his whole, it's very funny. He's talking about how his summer went from up to down. Went up, he obviously we saw on the finale he performed with Babyface and Babyface then said, you know, go on my summer tour with me. So he's going on a summer tour with Babyface. Then he said, uh, Ariel and I spent the entire uh, weekend on a waterbed censored like kind of going up but it's funny you know what's interesting though the graph was still going down in between that i, I was like wouldn't that just be a straight slope up and a straight slope down yeah his graph as opposed weird. to going up why what happened in that day that it went down so much i know but then then babyface then said no you can't go on tour with me going down and then also going down ariel gave him crabs yeah, he, um, he was willing to tell his sister and his school professor. Yes, that he got an STD from his... Uh, from his girlfriend. I guess, girl she, sleeping. I guess they were dating. Um, also, I mean, from Ari Ariel, she, when they first met, she said she's a junior rep at this music label. Meaning, like, maybe she's, like, fresh out of college, so she's, like, 22, 23, give or take, like, or, you know, early 20s. So she, like, thinks that this high school, because this college freshman, because he was a freshman last year, is hot. He's a virgin, so she takes his virginity. It's just it's kind of, like, weird, like, why would you like want to It's like a Jonas brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, like, why would you... Not, not as famous. Not, yeah, I'm, that's the thing, like, a Jonas Brother, I kind of get. Well, <laughs> he took up their purity ring, the oldest one, because he was like, I've had a girlfriend for four years, and I want to have sex with my girlfriend. <laughs> so he took off his, his purity ring. But it's just kind of, um, but the thing is, like, David, I don't know what she's, he's good looking, but it's like, what is she, what is she getting out of dating David? Nothing. But anyways, I guess because she got crabs, he was done with her, broke up with her, uh, you know, because he had to go on medication to cure his STD that she gave him. But anyways, uh, he's, he now is going to be, he got a dorm room, so he's not living in the apartment anymore, obviously, because it's Donna's apartment. Um, not just Donna's, but, you know, obviously they are no longer together. He's not going to yeah, be living he there. Stay, he can't stay there. No, he, he's right. I mean, he should, he should be the one to get another place. He's the one that she did. And um, Kelly invites him to the barbecue at the Walsh's. And he says, basically, he's not going. He doesn't really want to see Donna either. He, I think he just wants to give her his space at this point. Yeah, he's do I think he's honestly doing the right thing by not going to the barbecue. Yeah. No one that's going to be there. Right. Yeah, he doesn't need to go. I mean, I think he'll let her kind of, if they're going to maintain a friendship or become friends again, let her, let her make that decision. He doesn't need to um, yeah. be places to, you know, see her. Uh, but Kelly does say that Donna's doing great. So, because Donna says she's doing great. So then we see Brandon, he calls, he calls uh, Kelly 
and um, to let her know that Steve might be a little bit heartbroken when they tell him about the, you know, their, their situation. And she's kind of laughing. She's like, I can handle Steve. Um, he gets sentimental about me whenever he gets dumped. But she does say that the one that she's concerned about is Dylan, which makes sense. So back in Baja. Living uh, on a beach? I don't know. Is he homeless right now? Well, he's back in Baja. <laughs> so he spent the entire summer, it seems, in Baja. He looks like a mess. And I guess he's speaking to, I guess he's staying at a place that he goes to a lot when he goes down to Baja. And this guy says to him, you know, he owes him money. And he says, what happened to all your money? And he says that his family ripped him off. And he went to, and he's like, did you go to the police? And he said, when I went to the police, they showed me pictures of my family in a mug book. This is a flaw. This is a flaw because Jim said to Brandon, to Dylan, I will let you, because he wanted to give Suzanne money to get herself on her feet. He said, on one condition, I need her social security number to do a background check on her. She flipped out at him, but Erica slipped, Erica heard this. So Erica got Suzanne's social security number and gave it to Dylan to do the background check. And Jim did the background check and Dylan, and Jim said to Dylan, I don't know why she's telling you she's broke because she's got 20 grand sitting in the bank. So he did a background check, but nothing, if she's in a mug book, nothing came up that she was ever arrested. Yeah. That's a huge, flaw. that's a flaw. He would have known that. Um, it would have made more sense. Not that they showed them in a mug book. They just would have been like, I don't know what to tell you, but we know that they stole the money. Um, I did hear her in an interview, Suzanne, and she said when she read the script for that, she was shocked. So she was not in, she said she didn't know that they were going to make it, you know, which I think it's such a good storyline. I mean, so good because they want you to think they're playing him at first. And then you kind of like, it was because it was so good because it was so planned out that you're like, oh, she's really not you know, which is, she's a good person. And then the last second you're like, oh, she played him the entire time. Um, I mean, she was with Kevin, obviously from the beginning and brought him in. Like it was a whole, it was the long con, which was perfect. Um, but yeah, so he owes this guy money and he has to leave his watch, his dad's watch as payment. And the guy says, you can give it back. To, I can give it back to you when you pay me. Cause he, spent the summer drinking his booze and with his girls, he said. So I'm like, this guy's got girls hanging out that Dylan's been yeah. hooking up with. Um, he wasn't just sitting on a beach drinking by himself for 10 hours every day. Well, Dylan, that's not Dylan McKay's way. No. Sit at a bar, smile at a girl, and... That's all he needs to do, smile. That's all he needs to do, apparently. Um, <laughs> So then Kelly is getting ready for the barbecue. Steve shows up with a lay for her because obviously we, he was just in Hawaii. And then just then Brandon comes in. There's like two doors. I th oh yeah, that's true. I thought Brandon was coming out of the bedroom. But he was like, hey, no, there's like yeah, a- he said hi, you're right. He did there's a hi. front door that no one ever comes into. They always come in through the deck. So he came in through the front door. So he came in through the other way. Um, and they're both kind of like there to pick her up and they're like, uh, and Steve's like, why don't you let me drive her to the barbecue? 
and then Brandon and Kelly don't really say anything, but they're kind of like pointing at each other. And Steve's like, no, <laughs> like, he's all upset for a second. And then they said it kind of just happened and it just took a life of their own. Um, but then he, so Steve now knows that they are in a relationship and then he's going to be sad about this for a really long time. I know. Well, it's funny because he says, well, I have to introduce you to Valerie. And he's like, I took offense to this at first. He's like, how cool could she be? She's from Buffalo. I mean, I'm not from Buffalo, but I, you know, I have a soft spot for Buffalo. And he says, she, how cool could she be? She's from Buffalo. They've lost three Super Bowls in a row. And Brandon's like, four, actually. Um, by the time this airs, we might know where they are. Uh, if they've, there, there's uh, where we're at. We're going to the AFC Championship game. Yes, so we will see uh, where they where they land. But uh, go Buffalo. Sorry, I know you're not a Buffalo Bills fan, but go Buffalo. <laughs> um, so finally, finally, we are gifted Valerie. We see her for the first time on screen. Um, really gifted. Yes, she... It's funny because she had longer hair on Saved by the Bell. Actually, she kind of... In the wedding. In the, so I watched all, all of Saved by the Bells on Hulu. So I watched all of that. Um, college years also? What? The college years? The Saved by the Bell college years also? I watched all of the original... I watched Good Morning, Miss Bliss, the original run, the college years, and both movies. Uh, they do a vacation in Hawaii in the middle of the series. And then after the college years, the finale, the finale of the college years is Zach and Kelly getting engaged, and then the wedding takes place right after that. Yes. And in the wedding, she has short hair, and she has already gotten uh, her boobs done. So uh, I'm going to assume that she probably got this right after the wedding, because it the timing seems right, 94? Yeah, the, yeah same exact year. Yeah. So she she went from that she went right into a new job, which out perfect. I mean, I mean, there's casting perfection, as I've said. So we meet Valerie. She seems like a sweetheart. Um, and she, the second and the second Steve Sanders saw her, he didn't remember what Kelly Taylor's name was. Yeah, I mean, but you you got it. You get it. I mean. Tiffany Amber Thiessen is one of the few people that can make Jenny Garth, you know, look, look average. Yes. Well, it's funny because it's just like, he didn't think that she's attractive or he just was like bashing Buffalo. And then he saw her and you're like, oh. she look like, you know, the most beautiful person he's ever seen. Yeah. So he is quickly uh, over Kelly um, and into Valerie. I will say at the beginning of Valerie's run on the show, I had a hard time. I often refer to her as Kelly because she was Kelly on. So it's kind of funny because there's a Kelly on this, but. I mean, she's way more famous as Kelly Kapowski than Valerie, Valerie Malone, I think. But Valerie is, yeah, I love Valerie. So. Oh, no, of course. But I just, most people that I, I talk to my age, we all were watching Save by the Bell every morning before school, not nine until one Of course. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she seems like a sweetheart. Uh, she's playing basketball with Brandon, Steve, and Jim. So they're having a nice time. Um, Cindy is telling Donna 
that Valerie is, uh, their families were best friends in, from Minnesota. And then the Malones, that's Valerie's last name, um, moved to Buffalo. So they stayed in touch with them. And Kelly tells Donna that she's really doing great considering. And she says, what happened? So she tells her that when she and the Walshes got back from Lake Minnetonka in Minnesota, and she's like, wait, you're in Minnesota with the Walshes? And she's like, are you in Brandon? So she's like, yes. So by the way, Brandon is not there. And like two minutes later, he walks over and kisses Kelly. He didn't know that Donna knew. I know because they did say that they weren't like telling people yet. So it was like weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess they were so just more. had to know that she wasn't talking to Donna all summer. He's been with her probably every single night because she's not with, she has not hung out with Donna all summer. Yes. And he's, David hasn't been in the apartment. Donna hasn't been in the apartment. So it's just been Kelly and Brands in that apartment all summer. It's possible though, like when I'm just throwing this out there, he drove her to Kelly. She's like, I'm going to tell Donna as soon as I see her or something. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah, she's like she's like now that Steve knows, she's like I'm. And she's like, tell, I'm gonna tell Donna. Yeah, maybe I made up with Donna today, so okay. Yeah, so maybe he just said, but yeah. So she basically says um, when they got back, she was having dinner at the Walsh's. We have a flashback, and the Walsh's get a phone call from Abby Malone, who is Valerie's mother, and she tells uh, Cindy that Victor, Valerie's father, has committed suicide. So that's why Valerie, I guess, you know, her time her father killed himself, that she um, is just going to spend, she wanted a transfer out to California. So she, she probably left a, like, just so many issues back in Buffalo that she's like, it'll just be easier just to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, let me transfer to California University and... Um, will go from there. So that's Valerie's little backstory. So then um, Steve's saying it's Valerie's first night. We should go out. Uh, there's a hot new club that Jesse works at. Um, and they're going to go to this, they get on their dancing shoes. They go to this club and they introduce Valerie to Jesse. Um, we see Steve and Valerie dancing and Brandon and Kelly are just making out. And Valerie here gives a little look in Brandon's direction. Cut out a little bit there. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. All right, let me go back. So they're at the club. Um, we see Brandon and Kelly are just kind of making out. Steve and Valerie are dancing, and then all of a sudden, Valerie's giving Brandon a little looky look. So it's kind of like, hmm, is she interested? Like, there's something there. It's, it's like she was taking an in information to me. Yeah. Like, okay. And she was like processing this. Yeah, like what their situation is, it seems. It could, she could tell, I think it was newer. Yes, probably because they're kind of just all over each other, which is normal early, uh, early dating scenario, where, which happens. So, and this is the first time you've really seen Brandon like that also with a girlfriend. Like he's had girlfriends here and there. He seems of any, every, 
you know, at this point of any girlfriend he's had, he seems mostly into Kelly more so than the Nicky's and, and the, uh, Emily Valentine's, even though he, you know, claims to have loved her. Um, but yeah, I mean, forced because of their real relationship. <laughs> um, but then we see Dylan. He's back home. He's back at his house. He's listening to his answering machine. He's got messages saying like, you know, you owe money, basically. Uh, he's got mail all over the place. Brenda called. Brenda, well, we didn't hear her, but. Didn't hear her, but they say, would you. A call, call from. Brenda Walsh. Yeah. Uh, Brandon leaves him a message saying that Brenda, well, this was interesting because the series finale ended with Dylan and Brenda, the sh- ended. You mean, you mean the season four finale. Season four finale ended with Brenda and going over to Dylan saying that she's still in love with him and they start kissing and then it is kind of fades away. So it is assumed that they slept together. Um, but she does say that she will not be gone forever. So he says this, listening to the machine, when Brandon says, Brenda wanted me to call you to let me, you know, let her know that she is staying in London. She did well for the Royal Academy. She's going to be there for a year. To which he says, uh, you know, repeats out loud what she said, which was, I will not be gone forever. Meaning, I think he wanted her to come back. Um, even though he's having, you know, it was Baja the whole, you know, but maybe he was coming back thinking she was going to be around. I, you know, who knows? But he uh, then hears a message from Iris, who, his mom, who was like, how could you be so stupid to let these people uh, take all your money? And he just completely just like throws the answering machine on the, you know, he doesn't want to hear it. Yeah, and I don't blame him. I mean, he had millions of dollars that was just stolen uh, from him to, from people that he thought were his family. So then we're back at the club and Donna spots David. He's on a date. He's with some girl. He's dancing. And immediately she just wants to get out of there. She doesn't want to see him. And and now Kelly's on completely on Donna's side because she even said, said to David, like, nice timing. Yeah, so basically she says to Kelly and like all them like I'm out of here and they 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 all see David is dancing with some girl. So Kelly kind of goes after him but she does say that to David like nice timing but he I mean what is he supposed to do? He he was it's the hot new club. He had a date. He's going out with the date. Um but he and he does give Don, like him and Donna kind of like look at each other. They don't speak. You could see he kind of feels bad, but like, you know, what he's in, it's an awkward situation. He's not going to run after her. He's with this girl. Um, he sees Donna's clearly upset. It's not worth it for him to just say anything to her. I mean, he's doing the right thing, but, um, you know, it's definitely, they, 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 you know, have a look at each other. So then Brandon is walking Kelly back to her apartment and they're making out some more. We see Steve and Valerie in the car and he's just giving her stupid jokes, like stupid lines. Like he's trying to, you know, he's being super cheesy. He tells her that she's got beautiful eyes. And then 
I think he appreciated this because she's like, if you want to kiss me, just kiss me. <laughs> like he was kind of, you know, getting towards it. And he was like, damn, like kind of, you know, so he's going in for it. And then obviously Brandon comes back and ruins his timing. <laughs> she, by the way, was laughing and jumped in the front seat and having a good time. And Steve was just pissed off. I know. Because Brandon was like, because they were both sitting in the back seat, and Brandon's like, "Does what, do you want? You guys want to come up front, or just call me Jeeves?" Which he's not wrong, because um, oh no, he's not wrong. But you want, yes, I've been in a situation where I'm driving, and some we drop someone off, and people are still sitting in the back seat, and it was like, "Do you want someone want to come up front?" Like, uh, I'm not your driver. Come, someone come up front. But Valerie obviously got in the front. So then when they get back to the house, um, Valerie and Brandon are welcomed home by Jim and Cindy, who are waiting up. I guess it was Valerie's first night. They felt that maybe let's wait up for her. I don't know why. Um, she's an adult, but they waited up for her. And, um, you know, it's just a different situation. But Valerie, they, you know, is a really good girl. It's going to be fine uh, with her there. So then Donna. Um, is on the phone with Kelly and she said she was fine with seeing David without seeing David all summer. And then she just, I guess the thought of seeing him or actually seeing him, she got more upset than she anticipated. And Kelly's outside on the deck and she is talking to her, but she's like, the phone's going out. So let me, um, let me call you back when I go inside. And then she gets this weird feeling and she's looking out and she just, then she goes inside and we see from a distance, uh, <laughs> Dylan is just standing there watching her. Um, where is he? Is he on a lifeguard stand? Like, yeah, cause she's, she, she lives on the beach. So he's right by the, uh, so he climbed up a lifeguard stand to just watch her apartment. It was just very weird. But then he's he has far, a, he's far enough away, I think where he could see her apartment. But she can't really see him because, like, she doesn't know that she's looking for him and it's probably dark. Yeah, it was just oh, very man. bizarre to me. Yeah, um, that's that Dylan was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, it was, just, it was just funny. And then she, um, he has the memory of when they broke up. So it's like, all right, well, Brenda's not coming back, so I guess I'll just go to Kelly. It seems that's what he's, that, it seems that's what's going on. Because he says, he repeated, he seemed upset that Brenda's not coming back. But then it's like, all right, well, there's Kelly. So, Kelly. So, getting toward the end. Brandon and Valerie are in the adjoining bathroom. And he says that they'll get a system going. He had a system with Brenda that they will um, get that going. Valerie says that um <laughs> kelly knowing that this girl is sleeping in brenda's room is fully aware that this bombshell is sharing a bathroom right next door to brandon just saying based on kelly's kelly's personality in the past i just think she she's a jealous person i think she'd be screwed. right i think i think she knows Brandon. Well, and she got Brandon good, is, and they got a good vibe from Valerie right away. And they got and, and I think that she probably from what she's heard of Valerie, 
that they grew up as like kind of a brother sister relationship because they were, you know, next door neighbors in Minnesota, family friends, same age. She was like Brenda's age, you know, same age as Brenda and Brenda. So I think that she doesn't feel threatened like that. Just in generally as a 20 year old girl and your 20 year old boyfriend is now sharing a bathroom with the most beautiful 20 year old woman you've ever seen. It just, I, get, I totally get it, but I think that just knowing Brandon and just kind of the relationship, maybe that's why. Um, but yeah, so Valerie's saying to Brandon that growing up, you know, she always thought that the Walshes had the perfect family and they have a nice little, you know, hug and good night. Brandon goes in his room and Valerie goes back to hers. Valerie shuts the bathroom door. So she's got a little clip in her hair. By the way, did the box she was holding, was that in the bathroom? Yeah, so she took a box from the bathroom. She's bringing it into her bedroom. She's got that clip in her hair. She takes the clip out and she kind of does a little hair shake. Puts <laughs> down her hair. And goes, grabs the phone and sits on the windowsill ledge and opens the window. And she's calling her friend Ginger back in Buffalo. Ginger! And we'll meet Ginger. Um, ginger is a ginger. <laughs> um, and Jin, she's like, I know it's late, because obviously Buffalo, it's three hours later. Um, and she's telling her, she's kind of doing something. We're not really seeing exactly what she's doing as she's talking to Ginger. But she um, is telling Ginger that it's nothing like she thought it would be here. They all, these people are the straightest people in the entire world. They went to a bar. No one even tried to join, uh, you know, uh, tried, to drink. tried to drink. And um, she says that the Walshes are harmless. Uh, all she has to do is just kind of smile and dance. And she, they're, they're putty in her hands. And what do we see? Valerie is rolling a joint. She is <sighs> hot. And that is where the episode ends. My mind, when I saw this in 1994, as a, I think I was a 12, I was floored. Now, A, I thought it was a cigarette. <laughs> floored that she was smoking a cigarette in my 12-year-old mind because Kelly Kapowski was an angel. Valerie Malone cannot be smoking a cigarette but she was not smoking a cigarette she was smoking pot and valerie not so sweet as we thought he said one of the funniest things though on the phone also ginger she was talking about steve she's like i bet she's like he's all right i bet he gives good credit card right? <laughs> so she's thinking impressive way to say that he's rich yeah because well she's like you know samantha sanders from the hartley house like her son um so it was just kind of funny uh that she yeah. would uh you know very good ending to the first episode. very good ending um you know we we thought valerie is one thing uh valerie is is another thing and um i will say this uh valerie malone is a wonderful character um oh, yeah she's she... she's great love it and I'm so happy to be season five. Enter, you know, it's like 
loved Brenda. Don't get me wrong, but Valerie is is oh yeah, a love love Shannon Doherty, but then there's Tiffany Amber. Yeah, I mean if they it would have been great if we were ever given the two of them together on screen, um, but unfortunately that doesn't happen uh, for us because. I've said this in the last episode, uh, we do not see Shannon Darty again on the series. Um, but if you do want to see Brenda again, you will have to watch the BH90210, a little reboot they did, uh, you know, for a few episodes, she did appear on that. Um, but um, couple, yeah. couple things real quick. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was reading trivia about Tiffany, Amber Thiessen specifically. Okay. Um, she was offered at one point the role on a role on the show Charmed, created by Aaron Spelling, to replace Shannon Doherty. She really she turned it down, and I think it went to Rose McGowan. I think is the one who replaced her. Yes. Um, but she was offered to replace Shannon Doherty a second time. Um, she also auditioned, and I imagined it was right at the same time she was auditioning for this role on Nano Two and and she auditioned for the role of Rachel Green. Actually, really. Obviously, she's a lot younger than Jennifer Aniston, probably 10, 10 years younger, I'd imagine, than Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Um, but she probably was reading about like something like someone in their mid-20s, and she was probably just maybe 20 at the time, 21. Well, they played younger than they were, so it makes sense. She's probably probably around the same age that like Rachel's supposed to be. She's probably the real yeah. age. Versus Jennifer, because like I remember when they all did like the thir- the episode where they all turned 30, they were oh. already like into yeah. their like mid thirties. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So that, and um, the last thing I read that Jenny Garth and Tiffany Amber Thiessen were very, very close for years and years. And then yes. they're not close anymore. It said. There's something, they were best friends so much so that uh, Tiffany was a bridesmaid in Jenny's wedding to Peter Fascinelli. Um, something happened after that. Um, I actually had a conversation with someone about this um, uh, a few episodes ago, but yeah, the, something had happened where they had a really bad falling out. Um, neither of them really talked about it. Tiffany did say at one point that she was the one that was hurt. I don't know what happened. Um, they've never really publicly acknowledged it, but they had a very bad falling out that they don't speak so, anymore. So much so that I think that's probably why Tiffany was yeah, not in yeah. the BH90210, uh, which because they put, I mean, they had other people appear, um, even on certain episodes. Uh, I mean, certain characters that we haven't I mean, even seen. Valentine was on an episode. Yeah, I mean, she was literally on six episodes probably the entire time, and she was on more than, than that. And it just seems Valerie is a main character for a long time. It just, it, I'm assuming that's the only reason why. But continuing with the, um, I mean, since we're talking about, I was going to mention this in the fun facts tidbits part, um, but we'll just keep going with this. Apparently, so they had a short list of actresses that they wanted for Valerie. Obviously, Tiffany was on the list. Um, I'm, I'm unclear on the Alyssa Milano thing because they said Alyssa Milano either didn't get it or turned it down. She ended up obviously going on to Charm, so she worked with Aaron Spelling in the future, but she kind of was in the mix. Uh, I could see her in the role, um, Alyssa Milano, in a way. I mean, I think Tiffany's perfect, but she would bring oh, a different spin on it. Uh, 
She could play a bitch. She's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, she would have done a nice, she would have done a good job. Yeah. I mean, guys a little bit older than me, I'd say she was their first crush because she was on. You know what? Uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris Pratt's, uh, his spaceship is called the Milano after Mo- Alyssa Milano because he left Earth in like the late 80s, I think, his character. Yeah. So his ship is the Milano. <laughs> but it just, I mean, I think if you, you ask guys my age, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, as Kelly Kapowski was there probably their first crush. If you ask guys probably 40s, early 40s, they'll say Alyssa Milano because of uh, who's the boss. But um, yeah, so, and then apparently the other, so they said that the role of Valerie was really between Tiffany and this other actress named Heidi Leinhardt, Lenhart. I had to look her up because I was like, I don't know who that is. So she looked familiar and she was on California Dreams, um, but she, I was like, that's not why she looks familiar. I didn't really remember her from California Dreams. She will appear on 90210, like season nine. She comes on. Um, I'll tell you afterwards when we stop recording. No, no, no. Yeah. But she, well, when I do my season nine episode, maybe I'll do, uh, I'll yeah, do that. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's any, any final thoughts? Any? Um. I thought this was an episode where Tiffany Amber Thiessen was wearing her underwear. <laughs> that was not this episode. <laughs> Next episode. Shucks. Um, you know, um, I think very good introduction. Uh, she mm-hmm. seemed so perfect the entire episode. She does. So it was a very good little twist at the end. And I bet you anyone that was watching it that didn't know she was supposed to be kind of like the bad girl was probably like oh of course she's playing like america's sweetheart again yeah um which was it was just such a perfect perfect shock at the end he's the anti-walsh yes which Uh, is which is why it was very smart to bring her in because brenda was supposed to be like you know basically what it seemed like tiffany amber Thiessen was acting like the first half yeah right yes completely agree well, we'll get you back for uh, next season. Next season's a good one. So uh, I think I think this is this is my second favorite season. Yeah, all. I was thinking actually, like what I remember from the season, and there were a few things that I kind of that's good. That kind of triggered my mind, and I was like, yeah, I think those happened this season. So there's there's a lot of exciting things I think that season are five's up. good season. Season six is my all time favorite season. All right, so you're in a good stretch right now. Yeah, good stretch. Well, thank you for joining. My pleasure. All right. Bye. Bye. Stop recording. Thanks for listening to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam, and on the next episode, we will be going over season five, episode two, called Under the Influence. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you then. Fun facts and tidbits. So obviously, um, Howie Long, football player, played, uh, had a little cameo on this. They have a, you know, Sanders joke with, um, you know, obviously uh, Troy Aikman and, you know, it's just very funny because obviously 90s cowboys troy aikman 
blah 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 I do that because I don't really like them um so songs for this episode um when David sees Donna at the club back and forth by Aaliyah yes oh god she is a queen um when the gang goes to the club it's regular thing by Ovis and then when Kelly and Donna are at the hair salon we hear the song Night in My Veins by The Pretenders so That is it for the songs and for the fun facts and tidbits.